When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex... Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome, everyone, to the MMQB Gambling Podcast. Title games on the docket for this Sunday. Only three NFL games left for the season. The two on Sunday and then the Super Bowl. We will break down both games from a betting perspective. And when I say me, I mean myself, Jimmy Trainer, my co-host, Mitch Goldich, Gary Gramling. As always, taking you through. And uh, we'll, we'll check in now with Gary and Mitch on their best bets last week. I think I was one and two. I know I won the one game I liked, which was the Packers. And, uh, and then whatever else I gave you, I guess, was wrong. What about you guys? Gary, how'd you do? Uh, not good. I, I only uh, bet two. I, I lost them both. And look, the one good bet last week was the Packers. And I, did you guys both have that? I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Kudos yeah. to both of you. That was the <laughs> one that came in. That was. Uh, it was just a weird week. I mean, the weather kind of ruined uh, Ravens' bills. The under. I mean, everyone should have bet the under once they saw the wind blowing the way it, it was on Saturday night. Uh, that was my loss. I had the over in that one. Yeah. I mean, and uh, other than that, I, I mean, look, the Saints and Bucks played again this week. I would 
take the Saints. I mean, it. I I don't know what happened to Drew Brees. <laughs> it was it was a complete meltdown. He he just played like he was eighty seven years old, and that's that's the way it goes. So, um, but even though I, I don't, you feel I felt like they lost that game because of Jared Cook, though. I mean, they're up seven and driving. If yeah, he doesn't fumble there. That doesn't. I, I ha- thought- that doesn't help. The, the, the two quarterbacks, and uh, I've, I've had this. I've had this argument with people uh, just seemingly nonstop since the game was played. Tom Brady is an offense that provides like no answers for him. It's just a crappy offense, and they're going to have weeks like that where they just can't get anything going. Drew Brees is, is in an offense where he has opportunities, and he just missed every single one in that game. So even the Jared Cook stuff, and yes, Jared Cook was absolutely responsible for two of the four turnovers, but. Um, he was terrible. Otherwise, I mean, they, they should have they should have been up three touchdowns in the third quarter instead right. of clinging. I'm talking about one. like the timing of the turnover that that fumble yep. there where they were driving and it was a dagger. Too many cooks. Well, I'm I'm just sitting yeah. here patiently uh, listening to you talk <laughs> about what a tough week it was. I was I stayed away from the totals. I had I was four and zero straight up and four and zero against the spread. I had a I felt good about every game. Uh, sorry if you didn't see the uh, Tom Brady outplaying Drew Brees. If they played again next week, I would pick the Bucks again, and I think there's a good chance I'd be right again. I got uh, I, I got to set up that exhibition then. Yeah, <laughs> the let, Gary let's call them. The, the Bucks. They don't have anything to do this week. They can just play the Saints again. <laughs> Um, so I, I best bet three of the games on this podcast. So I, uh, nice little three and oh, nice week for me. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, only two games this week. It starts Sunday at 3.05 with the Buccaneers and Packers. Great matchup that everyone is anticipating because of the quarterbacks. The Packers at home, three and a half point favorites against the Bucks. The total here is 51 and a half, Mitch. Yeah, so I feel pretty good about going with Green Bay here. Um, Obviously, I'd feel better if the uh, line was under a field goal than three and a half. Um, But I've been saying, I think, every week on this podcast for months now that I think Green Bay is the best team in the NFC. And I watched both of those games last week. I didn't really see anything that would cause me to change my mind. Um, The Packers have a great offense. Obviously, everyone knows how good Rodgers was this year. I also think they have a very underrated defense. And, you know, again, I think a lot of people are going to talk about the 38 to 10 game. Um, you know, I'll say similar to what I said about Bucks Saints earlier in the season this time last week, which is that it was a long time ago. And, you know, I, I throw it out a little bit. I mean, you can't throw it out completely, but I, I, I'm not getting too hung up on the final score. I think sometimes people see a blowout like that. And they say, you know, they, they, uh, you know, how could they possibly beat them? They're not going to swing at 30 points from the last matchup. But, you know, I don't worry too much. Like, sometimes a game just gets away from you and, you know, it was a bad loss. But 38 to 10, whatever. Looking back at that game, remember, there was a pick six and then there was another interception that they returned all the way to the two. So, um, you know, sometimes a final score can be a little misleading. I mean, obviously, Tampa outplayed them, uh, but they got out to a big lead and then they ran the ball a lot. Um, it wasn't like one of those games where Brady put up huge numbers like we saw later in the season. Um, so, you know, the game was a little bit flukier. It could have easily been a little closer. Um, looking at the weather, I think that's going to be a big storyline in both of these games this weekend. And I'm seeing 29 degrees, not much wind. You know, that's not like freezing. That's not, uh, they're not going to be showing Tom Coughlin's cheeks during the game uh, as a measure of how cold it is. Um, but, you know, that is still pretty cold. It's still Green Bay in January. Um, And, you know, I don't want to overstate it too much, but I think it is a thing. And, you know, it's just interesting seeing Brady. I mean, we've talked for years about old QBs in the cold weather late in the year. And I think 
that's a thing people have talked about with even with Brady in the past, even him being on New England uh, and playing in that kind of environment. You know, I picked the Titans to beat uh, the Patriots last year outright in the divisional round. And part of it was that, uh, you know, what I had seen from Tom Brady and, and, you know, now this year he looks a lot better. Um, but really a lot of the games they've played, especially in this stretch lately, they've been either in Tampa or they've been in domes. And, you know, I want to give Brady credit. He's had a very good season. The offense has been good, but I do trust the Packers and Aaron Rodgers a little bit more in that kind of weather. I think they've, you know, Brady's played in a million cold weather games. I'm not trying to put it all on him, but I think the Packers team this year has done it more. They did have that game in the snow against the Titans when they were great. They've had other games this season. Um, So, you know, I think that's not like the deciding factor for me, but I, I lean there a little bit. And again, you know, I just like the Packers. It feels like their whole season has been building to this. Um, you know, you could say that about the Bucks and Brady too, but, you know, the Packers, the way they got blown out last year in the NFC title game, and they've come back 13-3 and again this season, and it just feels like they've built to this point that they're going to be the NFC team in the Super Bowl. I'm looking at the spread. It's three and a half points. I'm just trusting in Aaron Rodgers and the team that I think is better, and so I'm going to lean Packers to cover. Gary, we got yeah. I'm uh, I'm with Mitch on this one, and by the way, I did notice that uh, you let off the show with Mitch for the first time ever, and and deservedly, Mitch Mitch is on fire right now. So I will tell you, um, I had more notes on the second game because I I had a feeling <laughs> I I thought he was going to be coming to me first. I was I was also surprised, uh, but but don't worry, I've got plenty to say I mean, about games. It's not two. like the first spot gets more time. I mean, whoever you know, no, when I you know. go, you go. I mean, just. No, yeah. I know, but but oftentimes I can say I agree with Gary, and also you know anyway. Oh, I you agree. went you know last week. You got to get some exactly. sort of reward. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with my colleague Mitch on this one. Uh, I really I thought the Packers would be given five five and a half in this one. I I, I think this is a bit of a overreaction to the first matchup, and like Mitch said. Pick six early, another for all intents and purposes. Pick six in the first quarter. It, it was a it was a a strange game. It's not kind of game you're going to get from Aaron Rodgers twice. Um, I was looking at for anyone who's into the uh, Lambeau Field playoff uh, stats here. Aaron Rodgers four two and one against the spread in playoff games at Lambeau. Um, I was interested in this total. I, I think that total seems a little bit high, and I do want to go under with it, especially because, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I think this Bucks offense is just sort of a, I don't know, archaic, crappy offense. But uh, they have, uh, Packers have gone over their last three playoff games in Lambeau, uh, and weirdly, the, the last three totals, score totals, 50, 51, 51. So, I, I don't know. I, I mean, that doesn't make up my mind one way or another, but... I found that uh, very oddly consistent. Yeah, you know, this is a, a head-heart thing for me. My heart, well, I want to pick the Bucks because I want to see Tom Brady win another Super Bowl, even though I think I said I was rooting for the Bills. But the Brady thing, it really got to me last week with him and Breeze. My head, though, um, I, I like the Packers, too. I, I don't have a problem with the line. I think three and a half is, is fair. Um, you know, listen, you could break down X's and O's and and stats and all this stuff but you know sometimes it's just someone's year and it just this has the vibe that it's Aaron Rodgers year he's played the best out of anyone in the league from start to finish um the Packers have played well you know last year if you remember the Packers had a great regular season record and I thought they were a terrible team I wasn't surprised at all that they got blown out in the playoffs totally different team totally different year this year for them uh they've been consistent they've played better than anyone um, 
just seems like it's the package. You, you know, they get that first home game in a title game for Aaron Rodgers. They haven't he hasn't played in an NFC title game at home in his career. I hate picking against Tom Brady. I, I, if you look back, I've probably never done it on this. I don't pick against Brady, um, but it's hard for me to see the Packers losing this game. It really is one one week away from the Super. Well, two weeks away, but one game away uh, from the Super Bowl. Uh, I like Green Bay minus the three and a half. I think, though, where I'll disagree with Gary Little, I think I do like the over, though. Mm. The Listen, what, what you say is correct, but it just seems like with these two teams, anytime you look up, the score is high. I mean, the playing to, And I agree with Mitch about one thing, too. I throw out the two previous, the one game from the regular season. I don't think it's going to mean anything on Sunday at three o'clock. Um, uh, you know, 31 24 uh 30 to 23 i i see something like that um for the packers here I, there's just there's no answers for Devontae adams you know bucks a little bit banged up with antonio brown uh ronald jones obviously uh leonard fournette has not had like a big playoff fumble yet this year you'll probably see that on sunday i would imagine um so as much as I hate picking against Brady, I don't like to do it, and I want to see him win. I would, uh, I would go Green Bay here minus the three and a half. Mitch, you didn't say anything about the total. You want to throw any thoughts out on the total here on this one since we only have yeah, two games? Yeah, I, I go back and forth. You know, I was, uh, I'm with the, of of the the two games, the two sides, the two totals. The, the uh, total in this game is the one I have the worst feel on. Um. You know, and I, I just think part of that is going to be the weather. Um, and, you know, we saw the the impact of wind, uh, you know, in the uh, especially in the Ravens-Bills uh, game last week. Justin Tucker, of all people, is missing kicks. Yeah. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all um, to, you know, to see a, a windy, cold-weather game and missed kicks and who knows what. I mean, it's interesting hearing Gary mention the uh, Packers hitting the over. I have kind of a thing that I tweet out every year when Green Bay loses the uh, how many points the Packers defense allowed in every Aaron Rodgers career playoff loss. And the numbers are so high. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why the Packers keep hitting. If, if you look at it, it's like there's like 51 that Carlos Dansby game a million years ago. And then it's like 35, 31. And like we saw it in the Niners game last year. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of the time it's because of their defense that they've been in some of these high scoring games. And I, I think the defense is better. And I, I just don't think it has gotten enough attention this year because everyone wants to talk about Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP. But it wouldn't surprise me to see them hold the Bucks into the 20s. And, you know, if the game's in the uh, low to mid 20s, I could see the under. I don't want to actually <laughs> bet on that and then watch, you know, Rodgers and Brady combine for seven touchdowns and make me look very stupid. But uh, if, if you made me pick one or the other, I would lean under. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. 
So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. All right, second game, 6.40 on CBS. And obviously this, you know, we're taping this late Thursday afternoon. The status of Patrick Mahomes is, is a huge factor in all this. I mean, listen, he's going to play. I think if you, if you don't think he's playing, um, you don't know how football works. It's a matter of how healthy is he. But the Chiefs at home giving three points to the Bills. And the total here is uh, 54 points. Gary. Yeah, I uh, look. The side is tough. I I would lean Chiefs here uh, in part because I just uh, Chiefs at full strength, and that means Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. Only giving a field goal at home to anyone, no matter how well the Bills have played, that's uh, that's a bit much. I will throw out the uh, uh, one one trend I noticed. Bills are eight and one against the spread this year uh, when the line is plus three or minus three either way. So the, these sort of coin flip type games, the Bills have fared very well in in 2020. Uh, I like the total. I like the under. 
again, we are we are taping well before Sunday evening. The forecast looks like rain and a little bit of wind. It just looks like it, it might be a, kind of a mess here. Um, I was prepared. If it was going to be sort of normal conditions, I was prepared to probably lean over on this one. Uh, when these teams met back in October, on uh, they played that game on like a Friday morning or something. I, I can't remember exactly <laughs> I think it was, it think it was a 5 o'clock Monday. <laughs> it was, we all woke up one day and we're like, oh, Bills are playing the Chiefs. Uh the Bills' strategy in that game, and I think I saw, I, I, I want to say it was Steven Ruiz at USA Today had the stat that the Bills didn't blitz once in that game. They, they went an entire game without blitzing once, which is mind-blowing in in uh, in this day and age. So basically their strategy that game was we're going to play four down linemen, we're going to play seven guys with their heels on the goal line, and, and we're going to not let Patrick Mahomes throw over our head. And the Chiefs said, okay, we're just going to run the ball for 12 yards on every play, which is how it happened. And Josh Allen didn't get many shots in that game. And uh, again, a, a rainy, windy, crappy day uh, in Western New York that day. So I will lean under because of the weather conditions here. If it looks like it's going to uh, kind of clear up a little bit and maybe look nice, and, and I am also working under the assumption that Mahomes will be in the lineup, uh, I would probably reverse it to over, but uh, let's go under. Let, let me not be wishy-washy. Let me just say definitively under 54. The interesting thing about Mahomes is, you know, obviously the concussion is issue from last week, but he's got this toe issue that a lot of people say have been a mm-hmm. problem. So even if he's playing, listen, I think there's, uh, he's playing. There's no way he's not going to play, but I think he's going to be far from 100%, which is going to be interesting to see how it, I mean, listen, the Chiefs, as we have talked about, they don't. They haven't covered a spread, I think, since September, basically. So, indicate, but they win every game. So this will probably be like a twenty-eight, twenty-seven Chiefs win, where they'll win and not cover. But um, <laughs> the the Mahomes. They, well, I would love to know. I would love to know how much money betters have lost this season on the Chiefs. I mean, they <laughs> they didn't cover the last two months of the season, and they were a team that, and they're you know biggest public team out there. So. I, Wish I could find that stat, but Chiefs Chiefs are going to be up four, and they're going to take a safety on the last play yeah, of the game. That's how it works. Win every game, but never cover. Mitch, will they cover the three? I'm picking them to, um, you know, and and yeah, you hit a bunch of my talking points. I, you know, I I'm like this when. I can't get all worked up about it if a team's going to win by one point or two points. It's, you know, picking games is hard enough. <laughs> so, I, you know, a lot of times for me, if I feel good about a team winning and the spread's only three points, I'm just going to take them. Um, I think that was, uh, that was that happened earlier in this uh, season. Uh, let me, like last week. No, I'm trying to think because uh, Tampa was an underdog anyway. Never mind. All things to say, I don't live my life walking around worrying about a team uh, only winning a game by one or two points. That's that's uh, that's a little too much anxiety, I think. Um, but you know, it's just it's so interesting to me looking at the narrative around these teams and how we think about playoff teams every year. You know, we've talked the Bills have not looked great the last two weeks. Um, you know, we talked about this that on this podcast last week about them the week before, where they basically got outplayed by the Colts for a lot of that game. And then against the Ravens, they only scored 17 points. And remember, seven was a 100-yard pick six. So the offense scored 10. Now the defense was good, uh, shutting down Lamar Jackson. But they haven't looked like they did late in the regular season when they're peaking. And week 17, some people are putting them number one in the power rankings. And Jimmy's picking them to win the Super Bowl. They just haven't looked that good the last two weeks. And, you know, it's funny because there's always this kind of like Rorschach test where you can read into that whatever you want. Like if you already love the team, it's very easy to say, oh, they're finding ways to win. And that's the mark of a good team is that they can win ugly. 
and you know plenty of teams go to the Super Bowl and they get credit for winning ugly. Um, you know the Chiefs last year they they kept falling behind and then they would flip the switch and uh, come back and win and and you know if they had lost to the Niners in the Super Bowl, I think a lot of people would say, oh you see you know this was them all playoffs. You can't you got to play sixty minutes. It was bound to catch up to them. Um, but instead, they had another double-digit comeback in the Super Bowl, and everyone said, oh, the Chiefs are the best team, and they could just turn it on and win. So, you know, it's like if the Bills win the Super Bowl, which, you know, sure, they could still do, then everyone's going to give them credit and say that they did a great job winning ugly. And if they lose and they look bad, then people are going to say, oh, they peaked too early and, and they weren't as good as we thought they were. So all that to say, it's a little bit hard to read too much into the storylines. And so I'm just I'm taking a step back. The Chiefs, I think, are the better team. I've felt that all year. I felt that last week, even just watching them, you know, seeing uh, with the expanded playoffs and you see uh, six of the teams win in the first round and then move on to the second, you know, it really felt like we hadn't seen the Chiefs play in a while. And so we watch, uh, you know, all the teams again and you see the Chiefs when they're clicking and looking good. And it's just like obvious to me that, that they're the best team. Um, you're right. You know, we're all assuming that Mahomes is going to be back. Um, he's now gotten two full days of practice or maybe limited. But anyway, he's on the field. And so if it's a concussion protocol, you assume if he's out there and practicing, um, barring a setback, he should be good to go. So I'm just going to stick with him. I think they're better. It's only three points. We've talked about it all year that they have not been covering seven and ten point spreads. I did best bet the Browns last week, and they covered. Um, so I like them. And, and I'm with Gary, who started to be wishy-washy and then got uh, a little more definitive. But um, I also I, – I lean toward the under. Um, 54 just feels a little bit high, you know – these are recent trends and read into it however much you want, but Buffalo's the two playoff games, 27-24 and 17-3. The Chiefs last week, 27-22. The regular season was under the number. Um, you know, and, and we talked about the potential for weather and like rain it just doesn't seem great. It looks like it's going to be 45 degrees is the current forecast, but it's going to be, you know, dark and raining. And so it's going to like feel cold. Um, you know, it's not like a Lambo game or, you know, snowball or something like that. It's not Chicago or Green Bay. But, um, you know, it's still going to be a cold day out there, I think. Night, actually, uh, or evening, if you prefer. Um, so, you know, looking at the, the, the line, 28-24 doesn't even hit the over. Um, you know, I don't think that we're going to get a shootout with both of these teams in the 30s the way we may have expected or what we'd see if, if this game was played in September. So I, uh, I, I feel pretty good. I feel better about this game than the other one, but I like the Chiefs and I like the under. Yeah, this game for me is similar to the other game. I want to pick the Bills. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Um, you know, I, I've talked, you know, endlessly in the pod about the Chiefs never covering, but they have won every single one of those games. And sometimes you just know how to win, and, and they've got that. I like the coaching advantage here with Andy Reid. We saw last week what good head coaching can do with his fourth and one throw. You're at you're at home laying just a field goal. Um you know, my thing, about, I, I, Mitch hit it. I don't love the way the Bills played the last two weeks. I was on their bandwagon. I didn't love what I saw both weeks. I think, listen, you got to give them credit for stopping Lamar Jackson, but I don't think Lamar Jackson is nearly as good as everyone else. I'll say this. Even if Mahomes, let's say, plays and he's combined concussion and toe, let's say 75%, 70%. 70% Mahomes, in my opinion, is still so much better than Ryan Tannehill and Lamar Jackson. So uh, I, I can't see the chiefs, uh, you know, unless Mahomes is just completely immobile from the toe and it's affecting even his step off on the throws. I don't see their offense 
whenever their offense has had to score this year, they have scored. That's how they've won all these games. They always manage to get the touchdown when they need to get the touchdown. I don't see that changing at all on Sunday against the Bills, who's, you know, a defense I don't think is that great uh, stopping the pass here. So I'm going to go Chiefs as well. I'd, I'd love nothing more than Bucks, Bills, and I'm going to end up picking Chiefs, Packers. Um, you know, I give it, I, I, I am, Sean McDermott's a very good coach. I don't want my comments earlier to be misconstrued, but. When you have an Andy Reid who knows when to go for it on fourth down, doesn't just do the standard, you know, dive middle on fourth down, gets on, that is such a big advantage. It's not talked about enough having a coach who doesn't just do the conventional by the book coaching. So, yeah. uh, and and Jimmy, yeah. I just wanted to jump on real, yeah, yeah. real quick Some, something that you said, of, and I do uh, believe in Lamar Jackson. I think he's really good. Uh, because of the the win conditions in that game, the Bills were able to to just. I mean, this this is going to. And I want to I want to reiterate I love Lamar Jackson. They went out with like a Tim Tebow uh, game plan there, just and and just assumed okay Lamar's not going to be able to fit in tight window throws in these conditions, which is true. And you saw Josh Allen was you know he was all over the place with his throws too. So again, I'm not uh, comping Lamar Jackson and Tim Tebow. I'm just saying it was the Tebowish approach of. We're going to play zone. Everyone's going to have their eyes on the quarterback. And uh, and we're just going to make you fit in some tight window throws, which is how it goes. And when you play the Chiefs, I mean, they have a million ways to beat you. I can't believe you just compared Lamar Jackson. To <laughs> I, I, say, I will say this in Lamar Jackson's defense. Now, listen, I don't I don't think he is a great quarterback like everyone else. But he has no weapons. When, if, if, if compare it to the Chiefs. You know, they've got nice – they have nice players – uh, the Ravens, they don't have any great players on offense. Yeah. Especially, you know, wide receiver and tight end. I mean, if you're comparing it to, you know, the Kelseys and the Tyree Kill, et cetera. They have a good tight end, but it, but not, not Kelsey. Well, that's the point. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they have a good tight end. That's, yeah. But he's got, no, he's got no one great to work with. Um, Jimmy, I, I just want to put your mind at ease a little bit about Mahomes' toe. Just remember yeah. last year... He, I believe, dislocated his knee. I think that was the specific injury. Missed two weeks. First week back, 36 out of 50, 446 yards and three touchdowns. I'd like to see what that game is. Why is he throwing 50? Like, what that game Part of that why was, is he it was throwing... the shootout with Tennessee, and they lost. They actually lost 35-32. It came down to, like, yeah. multiple blocked field goals, I think, if, if I remember right. If a quarterback right, is was... throwing 50 passes, there's yeah. a problem. Yeah, he had, but, I'm, he had, but I'm just saying that, yeah. uh, you know, if, if he can't move around, I still trust his ability to well, just stand there and shotgun and From everything I heard read, though, he was affected the by the toe last week. So that, that's what, you know, because, again, that offense didn't come out and, and light it up against the Browns. Yeah. I mean, Gary would know more about that, you know, uh, you know his, his play from last week and the toe and all that, breaking down no, the it's, film. It's a runaround factor. I mean, it's you know he was he was not moving well at all, and right. and obviously he's a guy who doesn't just need to run around. But uh, you know what's that stat they keep throwing out? He had the most like third down conversions on the yeah. ground of ten plus yards or whatever it is. Yeah, Basically, he the third and long scrambles are, are absolutely deadly, and that's still in there. He's still I mean he's not completely incapacitated, right. but um, you saw he just wasn't moving that well, and that well, makes a di- <laughs> that makes yeah. a difference. If it's gonna be it's gonna be close getting that third and eight pick he up. Also- he also loves those long, long dropbacks, and then that requires you to, you know, yep. step it, plant and step. So, you know, who knows if he, you know, and usually it's they're throwing the ball downfield. So, um, but yeah, listen, I don't. Uh, again, 
if you're putting your money as the, I mean, it seems like the three of us are on the same page here, but like you're putting your money on Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, it's it's not the worst thing in the world that you should feel good. But would I be shocked if Brady pulled something? Absolutely. I'd be more, but let me ask you this, which, which game would surprise you more if the underdog won? For me, it would be Buffalo because I'm not going to be surprised if Brady won. What do you guys think about that, Gary? Yeah, I feel the same way, I think. Yeah. Yeah, way, way to jump in, Mitch. I didn't. My, I, was I started turn. to say I didn't know he was going to say Gary. I didn't. I, he name stamped you at the end of the sentence, and I was already, and it was too late. That's okay. It was my turn to go first. No, I mean, look, I Buffalo. Uh, again, I, I, I'm just, I'm not into this Bucks offense, and it's not even a Brady thing. I'm just not into what they do offensively. I, I think yeah. it doesn't give them much of a uh, uh, a chance against quality defenses. So, uh, but I've been saying all year, Chiefs are by far the best team in football, and. Uh, you know, if Mahomes is ninety percent, yeah, they still are. All right, let's do this before we we'll go to best bets and then wrap it up. Let's do this. So it sounds like we all like the Packers and Chiefs. We'll start with you, Mitch. Packers, Chiefs, Super Bowl. What do you think the line's going to be? Ooh, that's a fun question. Um, assuming a healthy Mahomes, yeah. Um, I think the Chiefs will be favored, given that they are the defending champs. And also are the Chiefs here, <laughs> um, and they'd be uh, basically what sixteen and one in uh, meaningful games this year. But I, I don't know. I think a lot of people are going to want to bet on Rodgers. I I would bet that line is under a field goal. Um, I would think maybe the Chiefs will be favored by two, two and a half would be my guess. Gary, I'm going to say the public would swing it over three for the Chiefs. Uh, even though when you look at a lot of the advanced metrics, a lot of them like the Packers more than the Chiefs this year. So, um, but yeah, I, I think when the uh, uh, the the general public starts putting the money down on this, it swings over a field. Let's say three and a half for the Chiefs. I'm gonna go more with the with the Mitch line. I think I think it might even be a pick'em. Um, listen, a little bit depends on how these you know what the turnout of the games is. You know, if the Packers win. You know. 38-20, and the Chiefs pull out a 19-17 win. That's going to affect the line. But I have a feeling just because of the way Green Bay's playing, they beat Brady. That's going to, I think in the public's eye, the Packers beating Brady is more impressive than the Chiefs being the Bills. So um, I think it's going to be a pick em or maybe Chiefs minus one. I'm, I'm sort of with Mitch. I think it might even be slightly lower. I'm going to go it, Chiefs pick. It probably should. One. I mean, that's that's what the numbers say. Numbers say Packers should probably be given a, uh, a point or so. Yeah, but. yeah. All right, let's do the best bets, and we'll wrap it up with uh, the two games, AFC-NFC title games on Sunday, Packers-Bucks, Bills-Chiefs. Gary, what do you got? I'm going to go Packers minus three and a half, and I'm going to go the under 54, under 54 in uh, Bills-Chiefs. Gary rooting for rain in Kansas City at 640 on Sunday night. Mitch? Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go three best bets again this week. I'm, uh, I'm feeling myself. You guys talked me up so much that now I'm, <laughs> I'm overly confident given that I did not really have the best season, but I'm feeling good right now. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm with Gary on both of his. I'm also going to take Packers minus three and a half, and I'm going to take the Chiefs minus three. And then I'm also with Gary on the under 54 in the night game. Very, very, very boring best bet segment. Cause I'm going to go <laughs> yeah. Packers minus three and a half and Chiefs minus three as well all right. i know what that means uh congratulations yeah. uh the, the bills. bills get to the super bowl and they face tom brady when they get there what a i love line. a bucks bill super bowl <laughs> it'll be congratulations bucks congratulations bills for only losing by two in kansas city yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> can the chiefs cover that's really who cares about who's going to the super bowl it's can the chiefs cover a spread this week all right 
enjoy the game Sunday. And uh, that wraps it up for Mitch, Gary, and myself. And uh, good luck with your wagers. And that wraps up this edition of the MMQB Gambling Podcast. Take care. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free when you're an american express platinum card member don't be surprised if you say things like chef what course are we on i've, I've lost count or shoot that, shoot that. And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today.